weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the president, CEO, the owner of RAWF in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host this evening, he is the legend himself, the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant has returned. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, senor. Como esta? Ah, I have never been better, I don't think, El Vacant. Tonight is going to be an epic evening here on After Hours. We will have... Well, see, I have returned. Of course it is epic. Well, that that's that's part of it. That is certainly part of it. I will grant you that. Your return is certainly epic, but we also have... Tonight, debuting his vocals for us all here live on After Hours. Luigi Mario will be singing right here tonight, later uh, in the program. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. We'll, we'll see. Let, let me explain to you. Strangleheart. Mario, the, yes. the, String- the, the Italian guy with the pipes and the jumping okay. and the frogs. Yes. Well, well, let me explain. Let me reset it up for you because you've been gone for a little bit. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Strangleheart Cave was trying to get Luigi, has been trying to get Luigi to sing on air. We, we're not sure why, but, you know, Strangleheart's kind of strange at times. Uh, so he wants Luigi to Mario to sing. Luigi, of course, was reluct- extremely reluctant at first, but last week, Luigi decided, what the hell? He's going to show off his vocal talents tonight right here on the program for uh, at the request of Strangleheart. I mean... Okay. Yeah. So, and that's why. That's why. I mean, we let Ego Man sing from time to time. How bad can it be? Don't you see? That's why there's an orchestra setting up in here. You you know, you got you see, you got the tuba over there, and the you got. I just thought it was to play about fanfare for my return. Well, I mean, no, that that's not why. But see, no, the 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 orchestra back here is for Luigi Mario. It's it's uh, because I have zombie parts now, isn't it? You what? Because I remember I was away. I had knee surgery. They put dead person thing in leg. Zombie now. You're not. You're not a. You're not a zombie if you just have one. I have dead parts. That well, I mean, that doesn't make you a zombie. I still move it. <sighs> zombie. Okay, you're a zombie now. Elvacan's a right. zombie. Everybody. Hey, wait. Come here. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me sniff your head. No, get out of here. Oh, you know what they do the yes, no, let's not do that. All right, but anywho, El Vacant, we got a lot to talk about tonight, a lot to cover. Uh, top story in REWF this week, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner of this year's Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament 2019. Congratulations to Simply the Best. He won this year's Xanther the Platinum Dragon Tournament Memorial Tournament. Uh, walked away with a lot of coins. 
a lot of bucks, going to give himself a wrestling video, gave him a company, uh, and and hopefully yeah. a, and a promo pick. So he's I like he's the irony for a while. What's that? I mean, he he calls himself simply the best, and then wins wins the big tournament. It's just you know, it's sort of you know, it fits. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he kind of he kind of uh, what validated his name, if you will. Validified. I was going to say validified. Is that even a word? And we'll go with Look, it. English is my thirteenth language, and I can tell you that's not the word. Well, anyhow, but simply the best walked away with fifty million coins, three thousand wrestler bucks. A promo, a, vi- a entrance video, and a company. Coming in as runner-up was Chev, C-H-E-V. Uh, he walked away with 20 million coins, 1,500 wrestle bucks, a promo, and a company. Uh, two, the two semifinalists were Uncle Frank and Davila. Each walked away with 10 million coins and 1,000 wrestler bucks. And then the four quarterfinalists, Mick Devilson, Killer Neptune, the Punisher and Turnup all walking away with five million coins and five hundred wrestle bucks. Congratulations to all of those, and special congratulations to simply the best. So the Xanther tournament is over for this year, and we it will return next year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and we'll see who walks away with all that, uh, all that coin and coinage next year. We'll find out. But congratulations, STB. Uh, all right. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, Philadelphia Freedom, live from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, PA. It is going to be an epic happening. I will announce what matches I can. There will be still a few what we, uh, that I'm going to uh, defer to other people here in a minute. But uh, the main event, as we've talked about, Uncle Frank defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Pennywise. Uh, both Frank and Pennywise are going to have a significant, uh, put significant ring time in at this pay-per-view. Uncle Frank defending against Pennywise uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship. The Immortal Griffith to defend the Platinum Dragon Championship for the second consecutive pay-per-view against Luke Hero for hire. National title Pennywise will defend that against Cassie Joe. Uh, Cassie Joe will also be challenging Bubs for the estrogen title. So Cassie Joe, this could be a huge night for her tomorrow in Philadelphia. Uh, just I just checked a little while ago, and the arsehole of the month tournament is in the final match. Last I looked, I'll check it here one more time just in case something has changed in the last couple of hours. But I'm pretty sure it's down to the final match. And yes, it is not over right now. It's between Arnold. And the Mancunian Maniac. Uh, the winner of that match will face the Paragon of Greatness for the men's title. However, if that match is not over by tomorrow's Philadelphia Freedom, then then uh, Paragon will have to defend the men's title on the, probably next week's Superstars. So that's where we stand there. It will either be Arnold or the Mancunian Maniac challenging Paragon for the men's title. Bubs takes on Cassie Joe Estrogen title on the line. Fubar City Championship, Uncle Frank will defend that against Nightcrawler669, getting his first Fubar City title shot. Big match here. This one I'm very excited about. Midnight Hobo Championship, Mithras to defend that against the Opaque Brotherhood's Knox Boogie. Triple Crown Championship will be on the line as Hobo Ezekiel takes on two RAWF Hall of Famers in Davila and John Taylor. 
Triple Crown title will be on the line. This one's going to be a big one to keep an eye on, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll and we'll talk a lot about it here on this program. The multimedia title will be on the line. The Paragon of Greatness defends that against Terror Inc.'s Teflon Sheik. Powerball title will be on the line. Killing Neptune to defend that against Pennywise. Likewise, the Paragon and Knox Boogie Dungeons and Dragons will defend the tag team titles against Manslaughter. That is the team of Claymore and Pennywise. Notice I'm saying Pennywise quite a bit tonight. Well, there's a reason. He's in four matches, four big title matches tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. Supreme Fighter Championship, Knox Boogie will defend that against Strangleheart. White Lightning Championship, I will announce that, let Coogs announce that in just a few minutes on who gets the shot at Alistair Fiend's White Lightning title. Hobo will defend the Grand Slam Baseball Championship against Strangleheart. So Strangleheart getting himself two title opportunities tomorrow. Of course, the Grand Slam Baseball title will be discontinued after this match. Uh, Strangleheart could make history and become the only the second person to hold the Grand Slam Baseball Championship as Hobo Ezekiel is the only one to have held it in its short run here in RAWS. And Champions Choice Championship will be on the line. Simply the best. The Zanzer the Platinum Dragon Memorial winner defends his Champions Choice Championship tomorrow against his hand-picked opponent, Dez. Dez, <clears throat> in an attack moves only match. So, Dez, you're listening. Remember, your title match against Simply the Best tomorrow, attack moves only. Write it down. Put it on a note, post-it note, uh, whatever you got to do. But keep, your, keep, uh, keep that in mind. It will be attack moves only when you face STB for his Champions Choice Championship. Fubar City Street Fight. This one's been brewing for a long, long time. As you know, a few months ago, Sai was injured at the hands of the lovely Raven. Uh, tomorrow, she gets her shot at revenge as she faces Raven in a Fubar City Street Fight. And, of course, Sai has been celebrating, quote-unquote, Raven's retirement, even though Raven has not retired. Uh, Sai has been, been making some noise celebrating Raven's retirement. She has made a scene. You ought to go check that out. Raven also made a scene in a response, so you can check that one out, too. Hell in a Cell, Anton Dare to take on newcomer, R.A.W.F. newcomer Cross, who has been uh, running his mouth quite a bit, uh, and especially at Anton Dare. After Anton Dare beat him on Superstars a couple weeks ago, Cross challenged him to a Hell in a Cell here at the pay-per-view. He gets, his, he gets that wish tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. And then, ladies and gentlemen, in a very special cage match, we have... The return of Judgment as he takes on War Dog Alpha in the steel cage. Judgment will be in action tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. So that is the main event lineup. There are other matches. I've already got them listed, and I'll probably possibly talk more about them here later in the program. So El Vacant. I just went down a whole slew of matches. Which ones caught your eye? Which ones would you like to talk about? Oh, jeez, I don't know. That's that's a big thing. I mean, you know, and I've been gone for a few weeks, so I don't even have like a lot of uh, research done on all these things. But you know, I have to say, uh, you know, I'm always interested in any match Frank is in. But you know, and then and then you have like you said, Pennywise is in like every other match. It's just craziness, you know. For such a little guy, he's got big hopes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he does. He does. He has been on an absolute tear since coming into R.A.W.F. Uh, he, I mean, 
his record speaks for itself. It's almost near, it's nearly perfect. Uh, he's getting, he's really no, that's a different dude. guy. Who? Nearly perfect. That's different guy. That's not who. Mm, I, uh, okay. Anywho, thank you. You're right. He, Pennywise has been very close to perfect. How's that? We'll go with that. I mean, as long as his lawyers are okay with it. Yeah. Well, at anywho, ladies and gentlemen, that is the rundown of all the big, the main matches for uh, Philadelphia Freedom. It's going to be huge. I have a question for you. So Pennywise has, you said, what, four four title shots? See, he is. He's he's got three title shots and defending one. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Which do you think he is most likely to win? Well, let's see. He's taking on Uncle Frank for the World Heavyweight Championship. That is not going to be an easy. He is defending the title against Cassie Joe, who has who right now is on a has got a lot of momentum going for her. That one's not going to be easy either. Uh, taking on Killer Neptune for the Powerball title. Killer's held on to that Powerball title for quite a while now. Uh, he does. He seems to like the money that comes with it, and uh, that one's tough as well. And then, of course, challenging Paragon and Knox for, along with his partner Claymore, who right now those two may not be on the same page. Pennywise, a ex-member of Terror Inc., Claymore, a still member of Terror Inc. Those two may have some issues in that match against Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Wow, most likely to most likely to win. Wow, I'd have to say Killer. I'd have to say he may. I think he's got a good chance at wresting the Powerball title away from Killer that soon. And no offense to Killer, but uh, and of course hmm. Killer, I'm Killer. Of course, for most pay per views, does his uh, prediction scene and keep an eye out on that. He likes to do that uh, every. Uh, pay-per-view for most pay-per-views so he may have something to say about the fact I just predicted him to lose the Powerball title we'll see I mean I, I'll say this look this this is R.A.W.F. see, see right this R.A.W.F. I mean there is no such thing as oh he has an easy match in a title match I mean they're all going to be difficult matches because you know we don't allow you know little mom and pop pikers into the ring so well okay wait that might be not be true we used to let judgments in well never mind um, he's exception proves rule so we, uh, you know, we have we have these great matches and we have these great titles. And you know, someone like Pennywise comes in, shakes up the thing, comes in, and suddenly, you know, he's in four title matches, one defending, three gaining. You know, this this guy could, in a in a very short period of time, start rivaling what some of the biggest names in R.A.W. of history has done. Yes, he could he walk very out well with could. four titles. He could, he could, and he's not the only. Correct uh, me if I'm wrong, but only three people. Have you ever had that many titles at one time? Something Maybe four. That effect. Something that effect. Three or four. I mean, there. But there's been several people to have. Yeah, it's it. It has definitely been. Uh, and I do believe the last person to do it is out in the chat right now. So, I, but it did you. We will find out. Pennywise tomorrow. Huge opportunity at Philadelphia Freedom. Terror Inc. at Philadelphia Freedom looking to get a title foothold as they have several uh, opportunities at titles as well. We'll talk more about that in a moment. 
Let's bring on our high voltage invitational GM to let us know who is getting that white lightning title shot. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. which I really appreciate. And I hope Absolutely. that you will be making an appearance. I I I planned on it and I will be the, I will be making an appearance. I I you know, I've been I've been a little busy, I promise you. I will make some time for the compound here very very soon. That is a promise. So, cool. we're inviting that everybody good? that knows or oh. knew Abby. I'm, I am proud to, to, I am proud to to have known her, and I'm proud to be coming to the compound. So, with that being said, Coogs, let's talk about the high voltage invitational. I do believe it is over, as you promised it would be over by the pay per view. Uh, you delivered. So tell yes, me, sir. tell me the the good or possibly even the bad news. Who won the high voltage invitational? Well, actually, it was someone I kind of expected. If he can't do anything else, he can definitely run his mouth, and that is the Teflon Sheik. And he Our, blew away the competition. Wow. Well, you know, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give the man his due uh, when he puts his heart into it, when he actually gets in the ring and fights. Uh, he is a, definitely a tough competitor, so... Congratulations, Teflon Shink. You will be challenging Alistair Fiend in the High Voltage Steel Cage tomorrow for the White Lightning Championship. So, what were the final standings then, Coops? Okay, after Teflon, we had, of course, another one that can run his mouth, Luke Hero for Hire. Um, how this one made it, I don't know, because he very rarely speaks, and that is Viper Unholy. Then we have Bone Dog making it. And then I have another one that if Teflon happens to beat Alistair, Turnip will make it in as the fourth. Well, I can tell you right now, Coogs, that two of those people you just mentioned have left RAWF. Uh, Bone Dog and Turnip are both uh, neither, really? both left RAWF. So uh, you, you might have to do okay, some. Okay, uh, then that will make it be. 
I'm looking at numbers right now. That will make it Nightcrawler and Mark Caliber. All right. Very good. Very good. So the four returning to next month's high voltage will be Teflon Sheik, unless he wins the title. Uh, correct? That's how you run it, no, if he wins Tef- the title. Ha- no. If he wins the title, he does not get a spot. If he loses, he still has to attempt to get back in. He does not automatically get in. Okay. Fair I, enough. I did that with Luigi, and I carried that on. Okay. Viper the Unholy. Uh, then you said Mark Caliber and who was the other one? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. And Luke Are Hero all. for Hire. And Luke Hero for Hire. All right. Awesome. So high voltage invitational, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure Coogs will be starting qualification tournaments sometime this week. Correct, Coogs? The scene will go up tomorrow. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So now Teflon Sheik with two title shots tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. And uh, that's uh, very interesting. Luke Hero for Hire challenging with a Platinum Dragon. So Terror Inc. trying to get a foothold in RAWF titles tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. Should be very into, very interesting. All right. Thank you, Coogs. I now turn to our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is fine. From the bread to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that this day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on the bitches. Better recognize a damn motherfucker on the block and I'm baptizing blood of the fallen. Keep it cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, he is your ultimate gauntlet GM. He's been uh, uh, away for a couple of weeks, and we'll explain why in just a little bit. But he restarted the gauntlet just no, so, not so long uh, after returning earlier this week. Paragon, any news to report in the ultimate gauntlet? Holy crap and a half, Lord Amadeus. It has been far too long since I've been here on RAWF After Hours. I missed it. I'm glad to be back, and I'm ready to report some gauntlet. You know, All right. it's been a it, it's it's been a, a bit shaky, as you said. You know, I, I had some time away, and during my time away, uh, unfortunately, a um, faulty plug-in at a hotel surged my laptop. I was unable to run the division for a couple of days. Still, still, still pretty angry about that. But you know, I had to do what I had to do. I had to spend a couple of days away. I got back. We're running again. Uh, so. We have a full month's update of slates here. What I can say, I'm not going to go match by match because that's going to be too much at this point. What I will say is that we had started this run and and Cougar had started and she had failed. Yourself, Lord Amadeus, had started a run and you have failed. Strangleheart had started a run and had failed. Then we had Revenge Gibson start a run and she failed. And then we hit 
the Teflon Sheik, who defeated Revenge Gibson, who defeated BD2, who defeated Cassie Joe, and is now currently facing Alistair Fiend. And it looks like he has a very good chance of winning that match that could bring Teflon Sheik up to four wins out of the five necessary to advance to the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. All right. Well, and I mean, and that could mean he gets the next shot at Killer Neptune's Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. However, it doesn't sound like it's going to be tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom, correct? I it would it would take a miracle. All right. So good. One graphic. One more graphic. I don't have to make. Good. Awesome. With that being said, thank you, Paragon. Stick around. We've got quite a bit to talk to you about. Uh, let's bring on. R.A.W.F. Powerball GM. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Razor. Good evening, Razor. Good evening, LA. All right. So I know you got nothing to report because we already know we've we've known for a couple of weeks now who will be challenging Killa for the Powerball title. It's Pennywise. But I just thought maybe you'd like to let everybody know when you're going to start on the next round of Powerball. The next round of Powerball could be any time this week. Keep an eye on the feed when I announce it. You got 48 hours to get in and guess your numbers. All right. Thank you, Razor. Uh, any any other comments you'd like to make about Powerball at all? Anything anything at all? No, not at the moment, sir. All right. That's how I like the reports. Quick and to the point. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have one more GM to chat with. She is our newest RAWF GM, uh, just hired earlier this week. She is the one and only... Please give me a give a well warm welcome to our newest RWF GM. She is Cassie Joe. Cassie, good evening. Good evening, Ellie. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful and I'm extremely excited to have you as a part of the RWF GM staff. So, but Cassie, I go away for like what two weeks and then <laughs> I, we have new staff. Like what? What happened? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know, Bell Vacant, it, 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 sometimes you just know when something's right, and this was certainly right. Uh, I, no, dude, there's no complaint. You bring all pretty girls in here you like. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you'd have well, a problem. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, I guess you. How are you? Hi. I hope we're on better yeah. terms now. Well, I mean, you know, now that you know, now that I have dead guy parts in leg, I guess you know we could be okay. Okay, well, that's good to know. I apologize for that. So, Cassie. Let's talk about your new your idea for RAWF, a new event that you want to run in RAWF. Want mm-hmm. to let those people know what you're up to. So, well, up to just preparing for my, my two title shots tomorrow, but um, uh, focusing on that, but I wanted to bring up my new concept of an idea to bring to RAWF. I was listening to the show last week and, uh, you know, just contemplating things. And I thought, you know, we need to have some more battles. So I, came up with an idea called Battle Wars, and basically, starting off, it's probably going to be just two teams of five players on each team. I'd like to get it to four teams if possible, Um, but each team consists of five players. One player is the designated captain. Um, Of those teams, the captain decides the ranking of their team members, you know, And then the two teams face one-on-one, seven days, 300 health, you know, um, so there's hopefully no timeouts. And the team teams go through it. They fight. You know, there's a winner and a loser, but at the end of that first round, each team loses a member, and then they battle again. So, you know, you have these battles, but just because you win the battle doesn't mean you win the war. So, but every round, one player is eliminated from both teams. So, the caveat, though, is at the end, when it's down just to two on two, the captains can decide if they face the, do the last battle against one another, or they send a, a teammate in to do it. If they win, there's a, a pot to win, but the issue, the deciding factor in that is that um, the captain can split the, the pot up evenly or they can keep the money all to themselves. Hmm. So wow. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it could be a good thing. You know, I'd expect loyalty in factions, but you know, if it's a put together team, you know, who knows, maybe a captain will bring, you know, five good players together, but decide to keep everything to themselves. It could be a re- it sounds like a recipe for disaster in a good way. Uh, it could very well start some start some people talking. Uh, certainly, depending on the team, depending on the the group and how they well they gel together and how much they trust each other. Certainly, uh, right. I and then think. even the ra- the rankings could even make somebody mad. You know, I mean, if you're ranked five, you get eliminated right away. Or maybe that person that's ranked five, you. You want out because you know you're you you know they're you just don't have the confidence in them, but you need one, them on the team. What, one thing we want to make, make sure people understand is how the captains are determined because that's a big part of this. Uh, whoever gets, deter- well, gets picked as captain has the power in that correct. group. Correct. Yes, they determine who the the rankings and 
they determine how the payout's done at the end of the event. All right. So, was, was how do how are captains determined on each team? Well, basically, obviously, if five people get together, they just got to decide amongst themselves who's going to be the captain. And from that point forward, that captain that's designated makes all the decisions for the team, the rankings, you know, who faces the last battle, and and so forth. And then how that money's divided up. (laughs) See, this is going to be interesting. This is this is this is this is called shaking things up. Yeah, you could give yeah. the the player five ten coins, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's all, exactly. How I feel. It will be very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, you know, we'll find out if some of these factions in REWF are as close-knit as they, as they say they are. And who knows? We may – it could even develop into other factions. We will find so out. So I will be forming a team. Um, if you are interested, contact me at 1111 Avenue in Tijuana, <laughs> and uh, we will talk about how we will split up the money when I take it. I mean when we share it. As I figured it would just be you, Elvacan, and your and all your nephews. Oh, this is a good plan. I like this plan. I don't ever pay them. <laughs> See? There you go. I'm looking – I'm looking forward to running it, and I hope to have. I'm going to have the scene posted tomorrow for it. So look for it. All right, Cassie Joe, our Battle Wars GM, ladies and gentlemen, please give her a warm welcome to the GM staff. Thank you, Cassie. Stick around. We got plenty more to talk to you about later, uh, to be sure. All, All right. right. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is now rankings time. RAWF rankings. This is six out of the ten rankings matches. Uh, so 60% of the way through uh, that I've been able to tally thus far. Uh, of course, the rankings period will end tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. Those are your those are your final matches of the rankings period, and the new rankings period will start this Wednesday. So six out of the ten rankings match period you have at number 25, Duke Straightface. At number 24, White Lightning Champion, Alistair Fiend. At number 23, as a matter of fact, this is an announcement I forgot to make, the winner of the Extra Points Tournament, who was Psy. Psy, on the strength of the Extra Points Tournament, got herself up to number 23 here early in the, in the rankings period. Congratulations, Psy, on winning the Extra Points Tournament. Let's see if you can do something with it. At number 22, Sweet Haven Slasher, your reigning superstars champion. Uh, at number 21, your reigning Supreme Fighter Champion, Knox Boogie. At number 20, Evil Angel Page. At number 19, The Razor. At number 18, The Stone Age Warrior, Wooga Booga. At number 17, Raven. At number 16, Irish Slayer. At and Irish Slayer, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I can't believe I'm actually reading that name off, but he has returned from the dead. Uh, they let him out of the old folks' home, but he is now at number 16 uh, on your RAWF rankings somehow, some way. Uh, number 15, Terror Inc.'s Claymore. At number 14, Nightcrawler 669. At number 13, Hall of Famer John Taylor. At number 12, The Great Red Dragon. At number 11, Luke Hero for Hire. At number 10, your reigning Grand Slam Baseball and Triple Crown Champion, Hobo Ezekiel. At number 9, Anarchy's Beast. 
At number eight, Viper the Unholy. At number seven, Strangleheart. At number six, reigning Estrian champion, Bubs. At number five, a man named Sid Steele. Uh, sneaking himself into the top five early in this program, early in the rankings. At number four, reigning Platinum Dragon champion, the Immortal Griffith. At number three, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, Money Sue. At number two, reigning national champion, Pennywise. And at number one, the lady we were just speaking to seconds ago, the one and only Cassie Joe. See what I did there? I rhymed. That was good. That was cool. Uh, but Cassie Joe right now sitting at number one, Pennywise number two, Money, Money Sue number three, Griffith number four. That's your top four. Uh, but, of course, still four more rankings. It's like a who's who of ego. Are you saying Cassie Joe is ego? I, I mean, okay, maybe I'll, only on the testosterone side. Oh, anyhow. Because, you know, I would not say Cassie Joe is, you know, because then she might, you know, not talk to me, and that would be a shame. So, you know, the others, the other four, them. All right. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Pennywise has got a bit of an ego, and Money Sue, we know, uh, and Griffith, well. Uh, yeah. Ego man. Anyway, ego man, as you like to call him. I don't know if Sid Steele's got an ego or not, though. I'm just saying. Uh, that he's might got, be fair. He'd have to talk he's to got multiple. He does have multiple personalities, but he does – I don't know. Well, I guess that would mean if he had multiple personalities, he's got two egos, which might trump everybody else's egos, wouldn't it? Oh, fair, fair. I see what you say there. So, but anywho, that is your top 25 early in this rankings period, ladies and gentlemen, or 6 out of 10. All right. With that being said – let me make sure I haven't missed any other topic. No. All right. So, so um, I, I know you said Strangleheart was kind of weird, but why is he asking me to fill a balloon for him? I have no idea. That that sounds – and it's the way he asked it. It, 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 it sounds just, – just no. Just no, no. He, he he likes to ask weird things. I mean, well, first he wants Luigi to sing, which that is going to happen, by the way. Uh, now he wants you to blow up a make you make an animal balloon or something. I don't know what the hell he's. No, he specifically wants a balloon with my breath in it, which makes it sound dirty. Well, then again, you know, you're, you're known. You're, you're not known for your bad breath, but you're known for your spicy breath. After you know, no, it's true. You know, I do eat a lot of the you know the enchilada, and you know. Just... So you know, I don't know. <sighs> All right, where was I? Ah, I now turn to reigning multimedia champion, the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, are you there? Uh yes, I am. All right, so we have to talk. We'll talk about why you've been gone a couple weeks to start. Uh, where have you been, and uh, what and you know why? What's been going on? What do you What are you up to? Well, um, as you know, uh, the I'm always out here trying to represent RAWF, and sometimes uh, at, over the last couple of years, I've gone out and ventured into like the, the greater mainstream world to try to 
represent RAWF at all of these like big time talk shows and these press events and you know in the in the Hollywood realm and I I've, I've come out with a, a bunch of movies and I I'm sure that you remember the the most successful film of my career uh was last year's installment of the DC Universe's Inferior 5 and I'm sure that you also remember that uh nearly half a year ago at this point I had I had teased that there may have been a sequel in the works. However, uh, it ended up being delayed. We had to do some reshoots because of a certain bearded red suit wearing jolly man tried to tried to stop the movie from getting made. Uh, well, we've got some reshoots done. All of the damage from that situation has been fixed, and we have, I, I had to I had to fly out to uh, on location for the last couple of weeks finishing up the filming of the newest Paragon of Greatness, R.A.W.S. Studios film, The Inferior Five, Superior. Oh. Oh. And I take it you'll be reprising your role as the blimp? Absolutely. The in, in original cast will all be uh, returning, as well as uh, our foes in this one will not be uh, the return of Dr. Gruesome as he was, uh, of course, arrested at the end of the very first movie. Uh, instead, we'll be facing uh, an experiment that the villain from the first movie had created in a lab, a team known as the Superior Five. And we got a who's who of Hollywood A-listers to come in. Uh, I'll, I'll reveal some more details about that over the next couple of weeks. Uh, the, these big-time stars are coming in to do – I mean, they're, they're minor roles. These are not starring roles, but – we were we were able to get these this just slew of A-list talent because they're the superior five are our villains uh, and so they have to be better than us you know so we had to get these big names and it it was a lot of scheduling conflicts and that's why it took so long for the reshoots to finally happen but we're we're good to go inferior five superior in fact we'll be hitting theaters within the next couple of weeks. And next week here on After Hours, we will have the debut of that movie trailer uh, right here. But unfortunately, I don't know if you sent it to be pl- sent it to be played tonight, but I did not get a copy of it. So uh, you'll have to. We'll have to yeah, wait till. That's not a problem at all. Uh, we will, of course. Rawf is my home. It's where I care the most about, which is why I am. Uh, making sure that R.A.W.F. After Hours gets the exclusive rights to the first airing of the trailer whenever you choose to do so. All right. That will be hopefully next week right here on After Hours. But Paragon, we got to talk about Philadelphia Freedom. Uh, we'll talk about your match in just a second. Let's talk, uh, talk about Uncle Frank. Is he ready to defend that world title against Pennywise tomorrow? Well, you know, I'm actually at a loss here, and this is – it's rare. I usually can give you a lot of insight into the psyche of Uncle Frank. Even as somebody who doesn't speak, I can usually kind of place where he is mentally. But as as we've just covered, I've been away for the last couple of weeks. I'm not entirely certain, but I I would argue that it may be a more dangerous Uncle Frank if there's nobody around to rein him in for a couple of weeks, and he's just left alone with his thoughts. You know, and – you know, all credit to Pennywise. This is this is a star-making night for Pennywise. If he can win any of his five matches, let alone th- think about what could happen 
Pennywise walks out, or four, I believe it's four matches. Think if Pennywise can walk out and win all of these matches. Overnight, we have ourselves a major star. And I mean, we've got, he's taking on Cassie Joe as a member of our staff, a, a bona fide badass. And he's taking on not one, not two, not three, but all four members of the Opaque Brotherhood in the same night. Uh, you know, I I could give you some insight onto what I'm thinking about Uncle Frank or what Uncle Frank might be thinking about this match, but I'm actually more interested in the psyche of Pennywise going into this pay-per-view because this man sits on the precipice of something spectacular, and I think that it's going to really matter if he can handle the pressure going into this pay-per-view. Well, I mean, here's the thing about here's the thing about that main event. You've got Uncle Frank, who is the monster of the hills, a a a a, a horror film villain come to life in our on the wrestling ring. But then on the other side, you now have Pennywise, who tailors himself after one of the greatest horror villains of all time. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that will. How does that translate in the ring? Do you think tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom? You know, I think that this is a classic case of good versus evil, and I'll tell you why. Because I know that you're starting this within the roots of two horror movies, so you think evil versus evil, but Pennywise has been the evil clown. He has been modeled after uh, Stephen King's It's character and has embodied that in a great way, has shown a vicious streak and a ability to get into the minds and and make people afraid. Uncle Frank, conversely, is somebody who was born into a horror movie, did not choose to become this horror character. The circumstances of his birth created the monster that we know as Uncle Frank, and he spent an entire lifetime overcoming the stereotypes and prejudices that come along with the situation of his birth until just just the last few months, particularly at Immortal, finally breaking through as not only a a reformed monster, but a hero. So now when he faces somebody like Pennywise, we're going to have to find out, was Uncle Frank right to break out of those ways? or Or is being nice going to be a handicap in this sport? We will find out tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom, Uncle Frank defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Pennywise. Pennywise, conversely, one half of the tag team that will challenge you and Knox Boogie for the tag team titles tomorrow. However, an interesting uh, situation, if you will, happening with Claymore and Pennywise. Claymore, a current member of Terror, Inc. Pennywise, a former member of Terror, Inc., Pennywise has said he will not throw the match or not. He will, he and Claymore will win the tag titles. There will be <clears throat> consistency between the two of them after they won tag season three, uh, run by, of course, the lovely Raven. Do you expect to see some dissension across the ring from you when not you and Knox defend the tag titles tomorrow? Dissension? Absolutely not. But, I do believe, and I do not mean this as a knock in any way, uh, especially given the Terror Inc. situation, the lack of uh, a loyalty at this point, 
with the slate of matches that Pennywise is going to have ahead of him, he's going to be looking down the barrel of an unaccomplishable task. He can't. I, I would love to see if he is able to do this and win all of these matches, but he's going to know that he can't. And when he has to start look at what he can throw overboard so that he can make it across that finish line, he's going to look at that tag team match. He's going to be looking across the ring against two Hall of Famers, arguably the most accomplished tag team of all time, and he's going to see a partner that he no longer has loyalty to, and that's going to be the first match to get sacrificed. And I, I think that that's going to play a big factor into this matchup. Uh, Pennywise will not throw the match, but he is not going to be the A-game Pennywise because he's going to have to save that for later. All right. Real quick, your 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 fellow OPIC Brotherhood member has a chance to make history tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom, that being Knox Boogie. He is challenging Mithras for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Mithras, of course, with the mythical. Mithras with the mythical. Yes, I said that. That was pretty cool. Uh, championship reign here in RAWF with that Midnight Hobo title. Is Knox Boogie the one to knock him off the pedestal? It feels like a special match, don't it? I mean, there's no way around it. Mithras has held this championship for a really long time, and because of its relative position on the card, a lot of times he he seems to be facing these people that really want to try hard but aren't necessarily of, of the caliber of Mithras. But this, due to circumstances of whatever happened last month with Knox Boogie, he fell through the cracks a little bit, and he's landed himself in a Midnight Hobo championship match. And we're looking across the ring against somebody who's probably a future Hall of Famer in RAWF, a world champion, uh, a platinum dragon champion, uh, you know, a four- or five-time tag team champion. This is, this is somebody who is on Mithras' level, and I think that it's got that special feel. Like, this feels like maybe the match to watch at the pay-per-view. Do I think that Knox Boogie is going to be the guy? I don't know if I can say with full honesty, I think for sure this is going to happen. But I'll tell you right now, he sure as hell has a chance. And that makes this match special. All right. Real quick, Paragon, because we actually do not know whether you will be defending the men's title for sure tomorrow or not. Or not. It all depends on if the final, the arsehole of the month, finishes by the time we go live with the pay-per-view tomorrow. But the two potential challengers, the two remaining, are two men that you, we don't normally talk about uh, because, A, they're both fairly newcomers, and, B, uh, they've, never been, they've never had a title shot in RAWF, either one of them. One man, his name, his name is simply Arnold, and the other one is the Mancunian Maniac. Uh, anything to comment about either one and any preference to which one you would like to face? You know, this is actually one of my favorite parts of being a part of RAWF After Hours. It's when you get to talk about these people that maybe um, aren't talked about as often out loud and people don't get to know so much. And both of these guys are great examples of people that need a spotlight shine on them. Arnold, uh, of course, somebody who's come out of that uh, that camp of of the 
HC13 type of um, wrestlers, these people that uh, are absolute terminators in the ring. Of course, Arnold, a terminator, it, it makes a lot of sense. But this guy, this guy is a beast, and he is deadly, and he's somebody that maybe I don't know if he's going to talk that much, but is somebody to absolutely look out for as a spoiler in any trash talk around Robin or Superstars match going down the line for anyone that thinks that maybe they have a shot at getting that number one spot in the rankings. If you run into Arnold, you better watch out because this guy is tough as nails. And then we have the Mancunian maniac, Manchester's finest. This guy, he's, he's a veteran who I have taken on across the world. I mean, from the United States to Japan and everywhere in between. We're, this guy has probably wrestled a legitimate thousand matches with me. And I can say every single time, it's a fight. So either one of these two opponents would be something very interesting for me to go up against, and I would be thrilled to see either of them have their first big opportunity here in RAWF. All right. Well, we will find out if that match doesn't happen tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. It will certainly happen on the Superstars next week. Uh, You will defend that men's championship against either Arnold or the Mancunian Maniac. With that being said, the big one, multimedia title on the line, a rematch of sorts only for a different title. Last month at Radiversary, you defended the men's title against the Teflon Sheik, and he walked away from the match, quite literally. And it started a chain reaction within Terror Inc., where several folks, Cassie Joe, uh, Wardog Alpha, uh, and, and just, you know, those two left Terror Inc., and then eventually also Pennywise left Terror Inc., all because Sheik walking out of matches. Uh, but I don't know whether he's going to walk out of this multimedia title. I don't think he will because I have made the decree that if he does so, he will be fired from R.A.W.S. With that being said, Paragon, are you looking forward to getting your hands on the Sheik for a second time? This time, he's not going to run. You know, it, it's ironic that he would land in this match. Uh, I've, I've faced Teflon Sheik a lot of times, and you know, just a couple of months ago, we were talking the same way about Teflon Sheik that we were we're talking about Pennywise tonight. You know, this guy is hot on the scene. He has all of these high-profile matches, and he still has these matches, but they're significantly lower profile now at this point. And what I said then, I never shied away from it. It's something that I rarely do, as you know. I love. My favorite part of this business is to shine a spotlight on people that I think are deserving. Teflon Sheik is not one of those people. I've I've never thought highly of him. I don't think that he has what it takes to be a real star. And I I you know I was wasn't afraid to say that right from the gate. I said this guy is a joke. He's not going to be any kind of challenge to me. And I beat him. And then he came back in a different title match, lower on the card. And I said, you know. He's getting closer to where he, he belongs on the card, but he's still not this good. And I beat him. And he comes back again, and I beat him. And now he's finally he's finally about where he belongs, I think. And this is what I said from this. I, I think he'd be an excellent, an excellent mid-level champion, and maybe one day he can reach a higher card. Winning this multimedia championship would be something that would, would validate my claims as to where I think he belongs, but would also validate his claims that he could beat 
somebody the caliber of Paragon of Greatness, and it would start his rise to where he, he, he eventually wants to be. You know, he, he put too much on his plate when he started. If he can get to that point again, but actually build himself there the proper way, I think that Teflon Sheik, the, the sky's the limit for this guy. But as it currently stands, I just batter this guy left and right. I, I have no respect for him. I, I do not care for the way that he, he acts. I do not care for the way that he talks. I do not care for the way that he wrestles. I don't think that he's very good. I said that his poor leadership skills were going to lead Terror Inc. Paragon, to the ground. Paragon, I, I hate to interrupt you, but I'm getting some. I'm getting something over my headset. I, I believe I've got an incoming message right now. So hold on. We're going to play this incoming message real quick and then get your re- reaction. Hello. Basking in the auditory glory that is the Teflon Sheik. Philadelphia Freedom is finally here. This Sunday, the heathen swine of the RAWF roster is going to do battle in numerous skirmishes, each one of them claiming to be a main eventer, and each one of them fooling themselves into thinking that they matter. The truth is that the RAWF roster in general is in a class of its own, and that class is far below that of the Teflon Sheik. Most of the notable exceptions are members of Terror Inc., of course, but the rest of you infidels are so far below us that we have to pump air to you. Let's have a chat about something else here. Let's talk about a few points that the Sheik wants to get over on you and uh, tie up some loose ends. First, let's uh, let's just talk a bit about the Sheik's countouts and disqualifications lately. I know this is a hot topic for everyone. They can't seem to stop talking about it. For those of you under a rock or... Hiding in your parents' basements, the Sheik, in recent memory, has, by choice, walked away from several rankings matches in the RAWF. Now, many of you are simply dumbfounded by this, and the Sheik expects nothing more or less from you with your lack of vision and your lack of intelligence. So my previous comments regarding count notes were no comment and none of your business. But I will now deign to tell you why I feel justified in walking away from company matches and what the resulting fallout has been. It is all about control. Sheik is always in control. What you fools perceive as poor sportsmanship or cowardice is actually calculated genius on my part. Everything happens for a reason, my reason. Now, that's much to the unrequited chagrin of my opponents. When the Sheik or Terror Inc. takes a half step back, it's our calculated moment to build momentum for three steps forward. I want you to remember that. Half step back, three steps forward. Some infidels are unable to comprehend this, and, well, that's why their contracts for Terror Inc. were not renewed. Uh, Lord Amadingbat saw fit to try and take back some of that control by threatening the Sheik's contract in the RAWF if I count out even one more time and then make some of my matches no DQ. So I can't depart the ring on any other terms other than to win outright. And gee, how did that work out? Which brings me to my third point, the Crow Mark Caliber. This hack 
Hack and his merry band of morons tried to make a point. Caliber attempted to run through the entire roster of Terror Inc., and he nearly succeeded until he ran into the Sheik. You thought you had me cornered. You thought you were in control. Lord Ama Wingnut made it no disqualification. So the scales were supposedly tipped, and what happened? The Sheik absolutely decimated you. You mongrel swine. Take away the rules and ensure that there's no countout. Who do you think, you idiots, who do you think that benefited? Certainly not the crow Mark Caliber. He's going to be eating crow for a week. It's going to be from a freaking blender with a straw. You can thank your CEO for putting him in harm's way. Caliber, you tried. You failed. The Wolfpack is not on par with Terror Inc. There's just no comparison between our groups. You're, you're a faction. Terror Inc. is a business. You fools just can't hope to compete with us. My fourth point, War Dog, Cassie Joe, Pennywise. The, the Sheik and Terror Inc. have put up with your nonsense for weeks now, with your claims against the Sheik's ring practices and leadership. It's been determined that your contractual services were no longer required and you were allowed to depart the most elite team in Unstoppable with zero chances of your contracts being renewed. Keep in mind you were allowed to leave of your own energy and on your own two feet. Didn't have to be the case, but I chose to allow it. And for my troubles, I'm inundated with crying and whining and accusations and baseless posturing on your part. Uh, there was, there was, admittedly, a tag team loss for Luke and I, but let's have a closer look at these infidels. Okay, Cassie Joe. Cassie Joe, since leaving Terror Inc., the Sheik himself has personally defeated you no less than three times in recent weeks, with none of those matches being close. Your stock dropped, it plummeted. You wrestled in jello matches. You're just going downhill. Then you turned it around, no question. And you used what you learned with and from Terror Inc. to leverage yourself in some high profile title shots. You are welcome. Now, War Dog. Since leaving Terror Inc., the Sheik has personally handed you your sorry ass no less than four times. And those matches weren't even close either. You're a lost puppy barking at every scene you join and trying to pick fights really with anyone who will listen to you. Well, the RAWF is not made up of 199 mail carriers. So you best learn to focus those weed-riddled synaptic misfires that you call thoughts. Because until you do, you're going to be the biggest DOG on the undercard. Now, we'll take an extra moment here for Pennywise. Penny has a slightly different story. It was one that she can identify with, actually. You're in multiple title fights. You're the current number one ranked wrestler. You made it close to the top of the mountain. But listen closely. Tiny Tot, you are welcome. You ungrateful little troll. Whining and disagreeing with the Sheik regarding communications. And then simply ceasing communication yourself? Of course, we aren't going to renew your contract at that point, you minuscule mongrel cur. Terror Inc. made you into the success that you are today. You surfed on the good graces of our support. You learned how to apply your skills. You learned how to promote yourself. And then, like the self-serving swine you are, you made a choice. Terror Inc. had to make theirs as a result. So, you know what? You're welcome, but good riddance. And you better hope, you better hope that you fulfill your final contractual obligation as part of the tag team with Claymore and win the tag titles because it won't be in your best interest to be in our vicinity. If you, if you return 
and you haven't given him your best effort. It should be noted that while Penny sits in top rank this month and boasts four title matches, the Sheik is focused on events-based results. I still have a multimedia title shot at the pay-per-view, but I also have a white lightning shot, and I was one match away from the Supreme Fighter uh, shot as well. So bottom line, don't get too big for your little britches, you infidel imp. Everything you do, Sheik does better and will continue to do better. And as a special reminder, keep this in mind. The Sheik and Pennywise have fought once, and the Sheik won. Pennywise has never defeated the Sheik. So no matter how much you boast and preen and pee and moan, the Sheik is still number one, while you remain a short steaming pile of number two. Uh, the last bit is about the multimedia title. And the new age of RAWF digital communications will then ensue, and you rabbit curs will lap up my messages like the lapdogs you are. I'm going to officially become the new face of the RAWF, the point man, the go-to general, the one whose words will transfix the entire RAWF fan base. There will be no count-out, there will be no DQ, because the Sheik is already in full control, and I have all the momentum in the world. Half step back, three steps forward. Bow to me, dogs. Hello. go on record that I think I have to just change who I call Ego Man. Just gonna put that out there. Cause, <laughs> wow. So, Paragon, your reaction to that long uh, epite- uh that long, uh, what do you want to call it? Soliloquy by the Teflon Sheik. Uh, you know, the level of Sheik's class is out of school in July. It's Absolutely none. Uh, he, he's been embarrassed over and over, and all he does is just make up lies to try to justify his his behavior, but it's all completely fabricated excuses. Uh, when you lose, you lose, and that's what happens. Like I said, from, from day one, I've called my shot with this guy. I, I, I basically just Babe Ruth this. This guy stepped up to the plate. I pointed. I was like, this guy is a loser. This guy doesn't belong at the top, and I smacked him down. This guy doesn't belong in the men's championship, smacked him down. This guy is not a top-tier person. He's a fine mid-carder with a big mouth, and that's, that's kind of his thing. His, his entering skills, his leadership skills, his talking skills, they all fall into the same category. They're predictable, they're cliche, and they're played out like an Atari. You can tell what this guy's going to do. He says something about how he's three steps ahead of everybody. Everybody is ten steps ahead of this guy. He's doing, he's doing the same shtick that anybody could tell that he was going to do the moment he walked in the door. He is, is basically just a record on repeat. And, is, and like I mean, we're going to Philadelphia. I'm going to have some fun with it. If this guy doesn't get counted out, and by the way, all credit to you for giving this wonderful stipulation to prevent him from doing that. Otherwise, that's probably what he would have done. But you know, I'm going to have some fun. I, I don't, I don't think that it, he's going to be any kind of threat. You know, I said I'm going to, I'm going to hit the rocky stairs. I'm going to do a little bit of jogging, some shadow boxing at the top. You know, play the rocky theme song, have some fun. Maybe head over to the Wells Fargo, hang out with the 76ers, grab a Teflon Sheik by the head, jump in the air, do a windmill dunk, give some high fives to some people. You know, it's, it's not going to be any kind of threat at all. 
because I know word for word, step for step, everything he's going to do because he's hot garbage. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll find out tomorrow. It will be Paragon versus Stefan Sheik, multimedia title on the line. That That's a little strong. I mean, hot garbage? I mean, like, really? Well, it's better than cold garbage? I mean, I, I would say he stinks on ice. I don't, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Paragon of Greatness. We will find out tomorrow. Paragon of Greatness versus Teflon Chic Multimedia title on the line. So, with that being said, we're going to take a quick short break. Ladies and gentlemen, I have extended the show next additional half hour because we have a lot of people on hold waiting, a lot of people we've got to talk to, and of course, when we return, ladies and gentlemen, the singing debut of Luigi Mario. He's the band's back, the orchestra's back here tuning up. They're ready to go. They're ready to blow. Uh... Wait, did I just never mind? We will be back in just a few minutes. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Well, she seemed all right by dawn's early light, though she looked a little worried and weak. She tried to pretend he wasn't drinking. Down to the fair and on independent. 
We are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is R.A.W. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. In just a few minutes, all vacant, we are going to have music history. Tacos? No. Sorry. no. Music history right here on After Hours. Oh, are you yeah. ready? Uh, I'm not sure anyone is ready, but, you know, we can do it anyway. Let's bring him in. He is making his musical debut, his vocal debut tonight here on After Hours. He is the one and only. ready that you brought in there yeah they are are you so are you prepared are you ready are you all warmed up yeah i'm warmed up okay so i mean are are you ready to do it now or we is is, is, you're you're all good yeah i'm ready to do it now let's do it all right, ladies and gentlemen, you hear, heard it here first on R.A.W. After Hours, the vocal debut of the one and only Luigi Mario. Take it away, Luigi. Slowly, gently, night unfurls its splendor, grasp it, sense it. Tremulous and tender Turn your face away From the garish light of day Turn your thoughts away From cold and feeling light And listen to the music of the
I got nothing. Wow. 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 Uh, that was incredible. Uh, bravo, Luigi. Bravo. Thank wow. you. I did I I I didn't know I mean I mean you're no Lord Amadeus, obviously, but I mean that was brilliant. I, I, well, I, like I, that. I, I, <clears throat> well my mom always said if I put my mind into something I just have to focus on it and I sing beautifully. And that's what happened. I am just I am just I am I am floored. That was beautiful. Luigi, you heard it here first, folks. Luigi Mario can actually sing. Bravo, my friend. Bravo. Shoot, uh, I I'm actually. Can you pass me that hanky there, a second? Oh, I got you. I got something in my eye. Thank you. There's something in my eye. Not, not a big deal. That's big. Deal. All right. Ah. <laughs> oh. At anywho, Luigi, good job, very good job. I'm, I'm, I, I, I was my, I was very shocked. Thank you. All right, let's bring in the man who started this whole thing for you, uh, Luigi. Uh, he, of course, not only is he in, that uh, he uh, gets you to get you to sing here on air. He also has two big title matches tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. Let's bring in the one and only. Okay. You don't need to hear him singing when we just had Luigi singing. This is true. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Strangle. Fair enough. Uh, welcome to welcome. So you you got your wish. Luigi sang for you. Are are you happy? Are you happy now? You know, I I I I I I don't know what to tell you right now. I'm 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 floored. Like uh, uh, I made a joke that he took the gum out of his mouth as the way he usually talks in the microphone, and that was something else. I've never heard in I've never heard a voice like that in Unstoppable before, not even from the Great Red Dragon. It, it was definitely a shock to the system. There's no doubt about it. We didn't know that Luigi had it in, but he he obviously does. But uh, so Strangle, you, you know, you got you got your wish. I hope you're satisfied. Yeah, I'm glad he did it. I I mean, I appreciate that he did it for me. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I was just I was just thought he had one of those boyish kind of charming voices when I heard him on the. Radio and thought, hey, I wonder how he sounds singing with the gum out of his mouth. Well, I mean, he obviously he's got some, he got some, got some pipes. So, all right, Strangle Hurt, let's talk about you now. Uh, tomorrow yeah. at Philadelphia Freedom, two big title matches. Uh, you know, your chance to win your first RAWF gold. Let's talk about first of all, you have a chance to make. Uh, a little bit of history. The Grand Slam Baseball Championship, since its inception a few months ago, has only been held by one person, and that's Hobo Ezekiel. Uh, he won it in now, the very LA, first event. The previous time I was in RAWF, I was in that title match. 
that Hobo beat me and Paragon in. Do you remember that? That is true. You're right. That's I, I, I now that you mention it, that is correct. The tri- was so a triple I've threat. So I got a beat on what Hobo does in the ring. I've met him in matches in other companies. So I'm. I think it's going to be a good match because it's always close in between us. But I hope to obviously be the winner. And All right, well, my, what's the other one versus uh, Knox? You are take. Yep, you are challenging Knox Boogie for the Supreme Fighter Championship. So that is two events that you won here this period, this month in RAWF. Congratulations to you. Uh, and this, this Knox Boogie, of course, has been Supreme Fighter Champion for several months as well. Uh, first of all, which of those two matches is more challenging to you? Uh, I know how strategic of a person you are. Uh, and how you, you know, you scout, you do. We know you do. Well, we know a lot of people do. When yeah. can I give credit when it's due? I mean, last season in the 32-1 and one challenge, um, I don't want to get into it too much, but Tigress won the event, and she went against Knox Boogie at the pay-per-view, and she lost. And I felt the pain of that loss because I wanted it for her so bad. So now I'm here to take away from Knox what he didn't let Tigers have. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, in, in, a, in a way. It has a, absolutely, it does. You're, you're kind of trying to... You saw Tigers lose. Apparently, Tigers probably wanted that title pretty badly. Uh, and so, seeing you're disheartened, you kind of want to get it, uh, win it, and, uh, I don't know, not say present it to her, but, you know, as a, as a way of measure of revenge of sorts. Yeah, I suppose, like, you hear all this stuff from Tara Inc. and stuff, and I don't do factions very well. I don't get along with people that way. And so the problem is, I don't think me and my aunt can take over R.A.W.F. by ourselves. So that puts me in the solo position of flying solo uh, against Knox Boogie with a little bit of strategic advice from her. Okay. All right. It was going to be a tough, a tough challenge for you, Strangle. I think uh, certainly facing Knox Boogie for that Supreme Fighter Championship. He's a former RAWF World Champion, former RAWF Triple Crown Champion. Uh, so you got your work cut out for you tomorrow against Knox and, and against Hobo as well, because Hobo has uh, coveted that baseball championship uh, since its inception. Now you do realize uh, when you beat it, if you beat him tomorrow. Uh, you'll become the second ever baseball champion, but that event will be discontinued after. We're not sure what's going to be yeah, happening to that title. On my plate, and that's what I'm hoping to do. I would really love that if I could be the 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 last uh, baseball champion. Okay. I mean, Good. I, I'm glad I put great I put great weight into becoming the last stunning champion over there in HOE. Uh, so it's kind of like the same thing here. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So tomorrow you do have a chance of making a little R.A.W.F. history if you can defeat Hobo for the baseball championship. I wish you good luck in both matches, Strangle. It's going to be a, a – I have a feeling uh, tomorrow we're going to be hearing the, hearing Strangleheart possibly holding a title belt. Yeah, I mean, I don't want the world championship, but if I'm, if I'm only ranked number seven – I'm not in a very good spot to get a title shot yet. And there's four matches left in this rankings period. 
Correct. The, wet, the, the, the rankings period I read off tonight was the first six of the ten matches for the period. Now, I want to explain to you because a lot of people don't understand that title matches, that your title match tomorrow, not both of them are not both of them are rankings matches. Your match against Knox is actually your rankings match. I always go by the highest title on the chain. If you're in a title match, it becomes your rankings match. I so, see how that works. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I, the Grand Slam Baseball Championship match will not count into your rankings, whether you win or lose. Okay. Okay. A lot of people don't. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm actually glad I have the second to explain it because a lot of people think you know when they get several ma- several matches on a pay per view that maybe they're all all rankings matches in which we you know no that's not the case. If if you're in multiple title matches, uh, like for Uncle Frank and Pennywise, their rankings match, even though they're both in multiple matches tomorrow, their rankings match is that World Heavyweight Championship match, the main event. That is their rankings match. For uh, Cassie Joe, her rankings match is the national title match, not the estrogen. So that's how that works as far as sta- rankings on pay-per-views. Okay, can you tell me anything in the way of if I win the last four matches in the rankings period, depending on my trash talk, well, that's, that's where obviously where I'll be ranked? I have no idea where you'll be ranked. That, ahead, that all depends. Can I, can I catch Cassie? That's what I'm kind of wondering. Can you catch Cassie? Well, let me give me a couple seconds here because I have no problem bringing up the stat sheet real quick for you. I mean, you actually technically don't have to catch Cassie. You have to catch Pennywise, who's in second, to get a world title contender match. Yeah, and well, can I do either or? Cassie's going to be very difficult. Right now, Cassie has a commanding lead uh, over second place. Do you have a chance to catch Pennywise? It's going to take it's going to take some effort. There's no doubt about it. I can tell you that yeah. much. It's going okay, to take. Well, you're going to have. I haven't been getting that support, so maybe I should change my tactics and get some for them then. Yep. There you go. That's a good idea. Uh, but yes, your match with Knox Boogie tomorrow is your rankings match, just so you know. Good to know. All right, Strangle, thanks for calling in tonight. I uh, hope you had fun. Hope you got what you wanted out of Luigi. And uh, I got to move on. Got a lot of people waiting. So, Strangle Heart, okay, good luck you, to you. Thank you, Luigi, once again. You did great. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Strangle Heart here on RAWF After Hours. Uh, Luigi, it sounds like he is pleased. So uh, you did a good job. You, got, you, 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 you satisfied your biggest fan, apparently. So congratulations to you on that. All right. With that being said, I now turn to uh, Cassie Joe, who also has a huge night tomorrow on at Philadelphia Freedom, uh, the biggest night of her RWF career, I would say. Uh, two title matches, her and Cassie. So, how are you feeling go- right now, going into Philadelphia Freedom? Are you ready for Pennywise and Bubs? I think I'm ready. I'm obviously I'm nervous. I don't want to underestimate them. Um, they're both exceptional wrestlers and have their moments of greatness. Um, 
you know, Pennywise, I have the utmost respect for. He's on fire. Um, Bubs, we've been button heads of late. But um, I still have respect for her, even though I don't feel like she respects me. Um, but we'll see what happens. All right. Yeah, there was, there's been some definitely some huge tension between you and Bubs. Um, Bubs, of course, not here this evening. Uh, but at the same time, Cassie, you kind of prove you. Ca- she told you to earn it, win the tournament. She did. You did so. You did so. You proved you proved your point. As far as I'm concerned, now you got to prove it one more time tomorrow against her for that estrogen title. I wish you good luck on that. But let's turn well, to the you. big one, the the national title. Uh, Pennywise, you right now, when I look at the rankings, when I look at everything that's gone on over the last couple months, you mm-hmm. and Pennywise right now are are neck are are the two hottest properties in RAWF at this moment, uh, as far as wins, as far as momentum goes. Uh, so this is almost this is a huge match between you and Pennywise tomorrow. Now, the one thing that you do, the one advantage that Pennywise might be able to say is this match isn't his rankings match. It is your rankings match, but it's yes, not Pennywise's. It his match with Uncle Frank is his rankings match. But I mean, does that give you the advantage, knowing that you have more, actually, more to fight for, not just a title, but a possibility if you you got to win that match tomorrow to hold possibly hold on to that number one position. I do. I, I so it's a, it's a lot of pressure, and but I'm looking forward to it. I I'm hoping that with all the other matches he has going on, that he's uh, greatly distracted. Um, he's going to be a busy guy, and um, although I am busy as well. Um, I have to focus on him and Bubs, and I don't, you know, even though this is a rankings match, you know, they're both very, very important titles to me. Um, I want to prove the point that I I worked hard to get to their number one ranking, and I want to get these titles. Well, I can say this. You've been in R.A.W.F. a long time, pretty long time, Kathy. Yes, I mean, it's, it has. It's, and, you know, in your, in your career, you've you've been almost close uh, are, and you know, up and down on the rankings chart. You've only won one title. You were a superstars champion uh, one time. This is your chance tomorrow night to show that you are more than more than just a mid carder in RAWF. And I truly believe you you are a big star. So well, good you. luck to you tomorrow. Good luck to you well, tomorrow. I appreciate it. And I hope I do hope that you walk out of Philadelphia Freedom with at least one title, if not two. I'm hoping for it. Crossing my fingers. One, one last thing, Cassie. You heard the comments of the Teflon Sheik earlier in the pro, earlier on the program. Any any comments? Anything you'd like to say back to the Sheik? Just sheep? really quickly. I don't want to spend a lot of time on my past. It was a mistake that I joined Terror Inc. Um, he is correct. Unfortunately for me, I was put in a Jello match. I was not at the show that week. And I had no say in that match. Uh, I was just put in it. Um, and unfortunately, I did lose that match. Thank God it wasn't a rankings match. Um, um, but you know what? I'll give them a little bit of a credit because they did put me on the path to apply myself to put the focus in there. But um, 
that's it. I mean, I still won the matches. I still done the work. There was nobody behind me doing it. And um, I just got nothing else to say. I mean, I look forward to crossing paths with them and destroying them one by one. All right, Cassie. Well, good luck to you tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. You have a chance to walk out with both the estrogen national titles. We will see what happens. Thanks. All right. So, folks, I am going to tell you that I've extended the show an extra half hour because we still have several callers, several things to talk about here. Uh, So making sure we have enough time to get all of that in. Uh, I have already extended the program another half hour. So you get another half hour of R.A.W. of After Hours tonight. So let's bring in, ladies and gentlemen, a man who last week officially came out of retirement to he next tomorrow in Philadelphia freedom. He makes his return to the ring in a cage match against war dog alpha. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Mr. R.A.W.F. He is the one and only. tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. He is the one and only Judgment. Good evening, Judge. Good evening, Amadeus. So, wait, I go away for two weeks, we get the new GM, and he comes out of retirement. Good evening, El Taco Nacho Grande. um, We missed you last week. Hey, we missed you, buddy. We missed you. Uh... Gracias, I guess. Si, como esta? I missed you. You know, si, yeah. si. You know, I've been better. I you know, have a little limp right now. But it is what it is. Yeah, okay. It's what it is. It's, 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 so wait, what brought you out of retirement? Were you just tired? You know, what brought me out of retirement? bored with the shuffleboard? No, I, I'm glad you asked. What brought me out of retirement was this little puppy that runs around R.E.W.F. Um, war puppy i think they call him the little puppy that needs to be adopted that no one wants to adopt that just that just you know you know you know what dog here's the thing you may want to wish that you kept your little click that you're running or that you used to run around with because once that cage door locks i'm not responsible for what happens because i have been known to leave people's flesh inside the cages there's been people's flesh that is sold on eBay for hundreds of dollars. Hell, I've got a piece of 
flesh over here from Paragon that I'm growing under heat lamps because I'm going to grow my own little Paragon doll. But so can. you may want to think about you may you may want to think back, War Dog, and think at how you should have kept your little band of gypsies. I mean, and and you know, and and I I give it up to Tough Lawn, you know, I give it up to him. I mean, the guy, the 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 the, the promo that he cut. I mean, finally, it, I, I I thought I was I thought I was at at at, at like a at, at like some convention, the announce the, the way he carried himself. But I mean, it's 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 funny how I go away to retirement and then War War Puppy wants to call me out. Oh, where's Judge? Where's Judge? Mm. You may have done like Bubs. You may have bit off more than you could chew. Bubs said Cassie had to earn her spot. She did it. You wanted me back, you got me back. And I can't be held responsible for what I may do to you. I may break your hip, may break your leg, may break your back. Could could we not talk about the leg? Ah, uh, that's true. I'm sorry about your leg. How is it, by the way? I hope it ain't zombie. Well, you know, I'm a zombie now. Well, well just stay on that side. <laughs> You're saying they only eat teeth. I mean, Judge, of all the people, I mean, I know, you, you know, over your entire career, you've had some, had many, many fights against some of the legends of Wrestler Unstoppable. Legends like Spicy McHaggis, uh, Relic Reed, uh, just to name a few. Why is War Dog Alpha, why if War Dog Alpha of all people? Bring you? How did he what convince you that you needed to come out of retirement? Just the way he carried himself. I mean, he, you know, you you, you don't you don't sit there and 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 mock a Hall of Famer. Oh, but he wanted to mock a Hall of Famer. He wanted to play the big alpha dog, you know. Or, I mean, it's sort of his, you know. His on theirs, if you if you know. I I know, but the thing is, we we all went see. I I gave to the ASPCA many times, and I guess he just didn't get his his his, his due. But tomorrow night, he's going to find out exactly what being a Hall of Famer and a true legend is. So, Judge, tomorrow Zombie your in in ring return in a steel cage. What does that mean the fu- for the future of judgment? Is this a one shot only, or I will decide that tomorrow afternoon. We'll see what happens tomorrow in my match. All right, fair enough, ladies and gentlemen. Judgment returns to the RAWF ring tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom to take on War Dog Alpha. In the steel cage. Good luck to you tomorrow, Judge. Good, and and I would I would like to say welcome back to to to, to my to my masked buddy over there, P to the O to the G. You know, the the the, the, the sisterhood of the traveling pants. I want to say, you know, welcome back. Uh, thanks. Yeah, we miss you. It was good. I mean, you missed him. Yeah. I'm just saying, Albuquerque disappeared at the same time as me. Maybe nobody noticed. They don't 
Trudis that I had taken. I mean, what? I noticed you went away with. I, I noticed y'all went away at the same time. It was. It, it was. It was. It was quite romantic. I, I, I'm just saying. Wait, I regardless of what TMZ said, we were not on a honeymoon. We are not married. Oh, I thought he was implying that maybe El Vacant had multiple personalities and there was somebody else behind the mask that we didn't know about. I, uh, that That's ridiculous, just thinking of that. Bagontosaurus could never be as good as mine. Exactly. I thought he just married him to get, I don't know. It, I mean, would, it, it would be cute. Well, It'd be cute may, maybe I can do a pectoral dance, but hold on, let me see. Oh, don't do that. Oh, wow. No, no, it's like this. That's for you, Vexy lady. I see you out there. Next week on our after hours, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have a have high voltage and high voltage steel cage pectoral match. Lot no, only here. You get that? No, God no. I'm just kidding. All right, I now turn to the Cougar, the first lady of anarchy, Cougs. Yes. How are you? Uh, are you are you I'm, doing well again? I'm no, doing et well. Not yet. Uh, you might want to get that bottle out. Oh God! Cool. Why? Well, Anarchy has gained a new member. Um, and okay. not only is she someone that's probably going to surprise everybody. Recently this week, I found out that she is my daughter. Wait, um, I huh? think you would know that. But well, I had her when I was very young, and there's a whole history behind that that I'm not willing to get into right now. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, I wait, wait, wait. I had other children. I just didn't. Let me get out. Hold on, I got to get out my WU family tree. Chart here, so now I gotta add someone else as Coop's daughter, sister. Okay, all right, who is it? Allie Bunny. Really? Allie, Allie, yes. Allie Bunny. Wait a minute. Uh, okay, that that this shows that Allie Bunny goes there. So does she have have any? Okay, she doesn't have any kids, right? So there's, I don't have to. Be, okay, good. <sighs> no, Lord. no, not to my knowledge. I tell you what, anyway, ladies I'd and like gentlemen, to... the, co- the map of the constellations in the in the universe that we can see from this planet are not as complicated as the, what is the WU family tree. But anywho, uh. All right. Well, congratulations on the on on the new the new child, I guess you could say, uh, Coog. So, what's what? So now, I, why do I need Excedrin for that? I don't get it. Well, because now I'd like to have a match with her tomorrow. Oh, you you want to take on Ali Bunny on on, on Philadelphia yeah. Freedom? Okay. Well. I, I can change on her sister at Philadelphia Freedom, and I'd like to do the same for her. I have no problem changing the mask card. Now, your original opponent I had slated for you, in case you want to keep this one instead, uh, isn't 
you know, the original match was actually a pretty good one. I think I think you might have been pleased against an, an old friend. I don't. I think he's a friend, anyways. Uh, you were going to originally scheduled to take on Irish Slayer, but if you'd rather have Alex, <laughs> really, yeah, that's who I. I would rather huh? have Irish Slayer. Uh, yeah, Irish Slayer. I'd just rather snap his mask against his face. Okay, so Allie, let me let me uh, change the change the schedule then. Uh, where is Allie? I'm looking for her. All right. Ah, there she was. Allie Bunny was originally scheduled to face Revenge Gibson. It will now be Allie Bunny. Taking on the Cougar. And Irish Slayer will now take on Revenge Gibson. Done. Not a problem. So again, I mean, I, you said I was going to get have to use some Excedrin. I don't understand what... That was not a big deal. Not a big deal at I all. I figured the shock would just... I figured the shock would cause you to have a headache. Oh, Maybe nothing. the peroxide as as, is starting to deaden your brain cells. As far as family trees go and wrestler unstoppable, I've learned to expect the unexpected. So yeah, that one doesn't shock me too much. So coogs. Uh so I'm good. Don't need the excedrin. For now. Alright. If you want them to have the excedrin, you would have to tell them that I was the papa. <laughs> No, no, that would be the For the record, I'm not. Time. I'm just saying it would give him headache. I, I, I agree with that, but no, it was the first boyfriend I ever had. Yeah, well, again, so far in this program, I'm excedrin free, so I'm I'm doing good. So, yeah. All right. So, with that being said, Razor. Yes, sir. Would you like to know who your opponent tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom is? Since right now you are in uh, the top 25, in contention right now, trying to make a run at a title of some sorts, whether it be the world title or whatnot. Would you like to know who your opponent is tomorrow? Sure. Why not? Well, your opponent tomorrow is also in the top 25, uh, fighting his way through the ranks, trying to get into the title picture. Your opponent tomorrow needs no introduction. All I have to do is say, Caller, you are on the air. Good evening, you pansies. How you doing? It is I... The greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. The great Red Dragon. How you doing tonight, Lord Amadeus? Good evening, Dragon. As I just said, you will be taking on the Razor tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. Both of you right now uh, in high contention in the rankings for a top spot, for a title for a shot at a title, possibly, once the top 25 is set and done, you're taking on R.A.W.F. 
newly minted Hall of Famer, the Razor. Your thoughts, sir? Well, that's great. I could use a shave. Uh, how much? Um, I'm not sure. No, not not a barber. Not that he's sharp. Not, he's not. Well, he's sharp. He's sharp, all right. Razor is sharp. Sharp, all right. Cool. Like, uh, yeah. That's why I he's called wanna, the razor, you know, high razor, and tight, I, you know. I see razor, what you did there. Your razor. I don't think you 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 actually do barbering or shaving, do you, sir? No. You're, you you no. you. See, he, he I was doesn't gonna like, get my balls crammed. He doesn't Fuck. actually like to use uh, shaving implements. He prefers uh, steel chairs. Well, no, seriously, I'll pay extra to get my ball hair trimmed. Uh-oh. I don't mind. Uh, no? Yeah. Well, no. I'm just happy. I mean, thank you. I get to face the the wonderful Razor, a GM, and a Hall of Famer. It's going to be an honor. I'm actually excited about it. Uh, I actually didn't think I was going to get a match. I thought I was going to be able to sit back and relax, you know, and plagiarize Paula Abdul for a little bit longer like somebody else, you know, two steps forward, two steps back, we come together because opposites attract. You know, it's not fiction. It's just a natural fact. We come together because, well, some jackass decided to plagiarize. Anyways, but, yeah, I'm really happy. How you doing? <laughs> Razor, how do you feel about the match tomorrow with the Great Red Dragon? I look forward to it as uh, Great Red Dragon has proven to be a very worthy opponent. He's won quite a few matches here lately, and last month he was went after that world title himself. So I'm looking forward to it. Now, Dragon, I did, you know I watched yeah. all of your matches, I, as I do with everybody in REWF, but I watch all your matches, and I do notice, you know, you. You, you've been whining and dining and coming to ringside with the lovely mama's uh, mama's a fallen angel or demented fallen angel yeah. as she is now. Yeah, uh, she's good. in your corner for every match. Uh, I mean, oh, she get, right. d- she's very good at distraction. She that is a huge skill of hers to say the least. Razor, what are you going to do to counter the distraction of possible distraction of mama's fallen angel tomorrow? Bring pot. <clears throat> Brownies. Gummies, actually. Uh, wait, you never heard that. I might have something up my sleeve, L.A. Well, I just have to wait and see what it may be. Really? No, you don't, you don't want to let us in on it? No, I think I'll uh, <laughs> surprise everybody. <laughs>
Hello, Paige. Hi, L.A. Hola, Stabby Lady. Well, welcome back, El Vegan. I have missed you. I have missed you, too. <laughs> so, Paige, what do we uh, owe to the interruption? Interruption? No interruption. What would what would after hours be without everybody's favorite angel? She has point. Good point. Good point. I you just you just walk in whenever you want, I guess. Huh? <laughs> no, I will not take you Excedrin. heard him. You heard not, him. I, Another I record not, now. I will not take Excedrin tonight. I will not take Excedrin tonight. No, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, L.A. Yes. Who's my opponent tomorrow? Your opponent tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yes. Let me look your opponent tomorrow. Opponent tomorrow. Opponent Evil Weasel Page. Ooh. Yes. You. You. You get. You get an. Uh, uh, you get another fiery redhead. Which one? In the ring. Tigress. Oh, I like fighting Tiger. She's fun. All right. But, but uh, L.A., hmm. what would a pay-per-view be without me asking for a special match? Oh, boy. No. <laughs> Boring. El Vacant, I want you to take this <laughs> bottle of Excedrin and hide it. I'm not going to take any tonight. I'm not going to do it. All right, Paige, what kind of match are we talking about? Well, 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 I, I have to clear it with somebody, but I already know what he's going to say. He will say yes, because he loves to be in the ring with me. And who will but, that, would that be? Okay. Oh, it's only one of, it's only one of my anarchy family. Ah, okay. All right. I think I know where this is going. I need a demon beast match. A demon beast match. Uh huh. What is There's that? There's gonna be blood. <laughs> well, you're gonna stab <laughs> your own members of anarchy. Why? That, 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 why? La, don't try to understand it. You won't. Coops will. <laughs> Coops, do you understand it? I do. <laughs> and I don't suppose you're going to like, you're not going to enlighten me, are you? Mm, no. Of course not. Why would you but, do but, that? So, knives have to be used in every move set. Have to get GM confirmation at zero. Demon beast. Okay. Hey, at least I'm not threatening to burn the arena down. This is I'm just threatening to live blood everywhere. You're just you're just threatening to get blood everywhere so that everybody Ah, all right. Fine. (laughs) You get what you you'll get it. It won't be a rankings match for either of you. I'm just letting you know that. 
it's just gonna be. I always know my 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 matches are never ranking matches when I do this. All right, because Anarchy's <laughs> Beast is actually supposed to be taking on Viper the Unholy tomorrow as his rankings match. So. <laughs> Sorry, Paige is just in a very good mood today. I can tell. I can tell. (laughs) And there's some surprises hidden up my sleeves. Because, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be in a corner tomorrow, too. All right, so yeah, Paige. Paige, yeah. Paige why don't you go? Why don't you go play with the orchestra? Mm-mm. What? I want to sit here and drive you crazy. Because it scares you when I'm in a good mood. Because you never getting, know what I'm up to. Getting back to <clears throat> getting back to Dragon and Razor, gentlemen. This there's a lot of stakes in this match between the two of you tomorrow, <laughs> as I mentioned. A lot of stakes. Ooh, what kind of cup? Oh. Are we talking A5 no, great Wagyu? Kind of I mean, I like steak. I get well, fuck, no. man. You're going to get me hungry and dick tease me like this with steaks? Fuck. Perry, or, uh, uh, some, can I have that bottle he has back? Point. Elvake, elvake, give me that bottle back. Uh, just in case. I don't, I'm not going to. Thank you. Hey, Razor. Yay, no, I'm not, not going to do it. I, I, I got a special delivery for you. You do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't worry about the distractions. They won't last long. Uh, <laughs> Okay. I have no idea what she's going on about, but she won't tell me if I ask her, so but I bother. You want to. Yeah. All I'm right. pretty sure Razor knows. All That's right, all that We still have more people to get on the air, so let's talk to the reigning Platinum Dragon champion. He is joining us this evening. He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious, so notorious. I am exactly what they say I am. I've done for everything that they can't have. I can't help it, I was born this way. But when I'm gone, you remember my name. I am exactly who they say I am. Notorious, so notorious. I'm too fast. I'll make you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. And good evening to you, sir. Uh, been a while since we've talked to you as well. Seems like everybody's uh, coming back for tonight's uh, after hours, uh, just in the nick of time for Philadelphia Freedom. 
Uh, well, you know, it's summertime, that- you know, in a manly world, man of the world. You know, I've been traveling around. It's been a little hot here in the in the states, so I've been, you know, kind of checking out some other places. Spent some time in Norway. That was that was quite nice. Let me tell you. Oh, awesome, awesome. Good to hear that you've been enjoying yourself. Meanwhile, uh, tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom, defending the Platinum Dragon Championship once again for the second pay-per-view in a row against Luke Hero for Hire. Now, a few weeks back, he challenged you to a rematch. Uh, You turned him down. But, as luck would have it, or unluck, depending on how you look at it, Luke Hero for Hire gained another shot at your Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. Is there any reason to believe he has any better of a chance than he did at Radiversary of beating you for that Platinum Dragon Championship? All right. Let me sum up this match in a very local fashion now that we are here in the city of brotherly love. I am more concerned about the length of the line at Tony Luke's than I am about this match. <laughs> oh, okay. So, in other words, Look, what I'm I don't get to the city very often. Tony Luke has the best cheesesteak in the month, just on the planet. Right. So, I mean, uh, on a Saturday night after a match, I mean, that place is going to be mobbed. You know, it's right around the corner from the old uh, CW <clears throat> Arena. You know, it's it's it's, it's going to be mobbed. You know, that line's gonna that line's gonna suck. And I'm, un- I'm immortal, so I won't age very much in that line. But, but still. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but so no, I, 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 I want to I talk a little more about this Terry Inc. Though, you know, I, I think this is hilarious. You know, Luke, Luke's, you know, running his mouth and talking about, you know, trying to rewrite history about, you know, how things went down, how things are gonna change, and how things are gonna be, and you know how. You know, Terror Inc. is this and that and the other thing. And, and then, you know, you got you got his, his little boss coming out and putting out this 9,000-hour boring-ass promo about everything's a giant plan and I'm a mastermind and blah, 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 blah. All right, first of all, if you're going to call me an infidel, at least first understand your own fucking religion. Oh, God, I hate hypocrisy. So... No, no. You know what? No, I'm going to let Paragon do what Paragon does, which is take blowhard assholes, you know, other than me, because it doesn't work when he does it with me. But we take blowhard assholes and just beat them mercilessly face first into the mat, step on the back of their head and be like, hi, have some grape juice. Like, I'm going to revel in watching what Paragon does to him. Revel. I might even buy him a cheesesteak. Well, you know, you, if anything, you have to you have to give a little bit of credit to how terrible and embarrassing these terroring guys are. When you've got immortal greatness, both talking about how we're just going to walk over the corpses of these puppies. I mean, who's even in the group anymore? Every time we turn around, like somebody leaves. Pennywise left. Cassie Joe left. War Dog left. I, I mean, I can only think of three currently. Are there more? Are there more? 
Uh, let's see. Uh, there's some more. There's let's see, Agent of Hate, Claymore. I don't even know. Okay, I don't uh, know who that is. You don't know who Agent of Hate is? You, well, no, Claymore. I never heard of Claymore. I know Claymore. Uh, Claymore is one of the ones I knew. Damia? Oh, no. Yeah, okay, I think I've seen her floating around in the back, skulking around, trying to look all spooky, spooky, death, death. Yeah, something that's like, I don't, you know, that's pretty much what they're down to. I mean, they were, look, I, I have to say, when they had War Dog, when they had Cassie, when they had Pennywise, they were looking pretty strong, I must say. I mean, I was still not worried, but. Yeah, but still, I mean, you, you knew, I mean, I think losing Cassie Joe, Pennywise, and War Dog Alpha is kind of like uh, the the Warriors losing uh, Kevin Durant, uh Clay, Clay, whatever his face is, and, and whoever that. This, that is, this Mar- is some American sports ball reference, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I, I'm not. I, I don't follow NBA that much, but I, I know Golden State, something like that. But yeah, I mean, seriously, they're down. They're now down to second string, uh, but they do have a chance to prove me and everybody else wrong tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. If there's a fluke I, upset uh, or two, I mean, do they? I mean, really? I mean, well, I mean, okay, let's say you do beat Luke, and let's say Paragon does beat Sheik. Teflon Sheik could still walk out as White Lightning champion, and that will have said it made a statement against Alistair Fiend. But maybe it, what, that he belongs in the mid card? Ouch. I mean, that would be the statement I would take out. Paragon, wouldn't, wouldn't that be the statement you would take out of that? Well, you know, that's what I said from day one. Look, I don't think at this point that there's anybody Terror Inc. could recruit to them to make them look any better. I really don't. I mean, they could try to recruit me. I mean, they fail, but they could try. I I don't – and it it would shock the hell out of me if they get anybody worth their salt uh, joining Terror Inc. in the near future, anytime in the near future. I'm just saying. Oh, Judgment Day is pretty enamored. Judgment Judgment is enamored with hot dogs. You're not wrong. And I probably should bring him for a cheesesteak too, because I I know you know I know I know he likes his long tubes of meat. Judge is enamored with Judge is enamored with Raven's boobies and he's gay. So I mean, what's your point? Hey, I'm not gay. What are you talking about? You're okay. Your okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I, 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 I but you know, it, it's, 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 no, I, I like hot dogs. Worst gay man ever. Hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs. Oh. And anywho, Griff, I, you know, Normally, this would be the point when I'd wish you luck against Luke, but I honestly don't think you need it. When have I ever needed it? Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow's Philadelphia Freedom is looking to be one of the greatest pay-per-views in R.A.W.F. history. Uh, And right now, the key players, Pennywise, Cassie Joe, Uncle Frank, not necessarily in that order. Stranglehearts going to have some say in what happens tomorrow. The Teflon Sheik may have a, have an effect 
on things. Knox Boogie, a prominent player tomorrow. All these people uh, are have got their works cut out for them. I can't wait to see who comes out of Philadelphia Freedom with all of these awesome RAWF championships and with huge momentum going forward. Please join us tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be live on air with RAWF Philadelphia Freedom pay-per-view. We'll be talking about the matches. We'll be having fun. And, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in years, because, well, we know what happens when I put it, give it, let someone else do it. I will be handling the firework display. But I wanted to blow things up. No. Hey, I did a good job on fireworks. But LA. Billy Joel would disagree. You, you, you want? Well, yeah, I, I would say Billy Joel would, but yeah. Look, let's let's take. Shall we take a look back at last year's Philadelphia Freedom fireworks? Got your holidays mixed See, up. Look, uh, look. No, look. Paragon's still dancing over there to it. I don't <laughs> think he's, that's. I don't think he's dancing. I think he's he's sighing. I'm just working. I'm, I'm working on my shimmy. I'm trying to get those pecs working. See, he's pec. Oh God. <laughs> I did a good job. All right. <laughs> so at anywho With that being said ladies and gentlemen It's going to be a tremendous card Join us tomorrow right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network At 7pm Eastern Standard Time So with that being said It is the time of the program Where we promote uh, Whether it be ourselves Whether it be another company in WU uh, Whatever you want to promote you, This is your moment This is your time I will start with the Razor. Razor, anything you'd like to promote tonight? I want to promote distractions. <laughs> All righty. That was short and sweet. Coogs, Coogs, anything you would like to uh, promote tonight? 
We are still in the donation phase of the Anarchy Avenging Angel Memorial and Awareness Tournament. If you guys to get an invite to the company wanting to make a donation, just give us a, a holler. Me or Bubs can get you in. Uh, we are already over 1500 bucks. several nameplates, promos, uh, uh, 50, 000, I'm sorry, 50 million coins, and I haven't even really gone back to the scene to do the double calculations yet. All right. Thank you, Kooks, very much. That is it. Please, folks, uh, donate generously to this cause. It is going to be a great tournament to memorialize two very great people. Uh, Luigi, Luigi, the superstar tonight, the star of the show. Anything you would you would you like to give us an encore before you before you say good night? Uh, no, no encore, but uh, thank you for everyone for listening. I enjoyed doing it, and hopefully I'll never do it again. <laughs> you should say, hopefully you'll never do it again. Oh, come on now. You can't. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Well, you know, you, can, you, gotta get, you, you can't always give the people what they want, I suppose. All right. Cassie Joe, anything you would like to promote tonight? Um, I want to promote uh, Sally's match with Raven. I want, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. Looks like an interesting match. Mm, it very much could be a grudge match for the ages. Sai was on the shelf for several months due to uh, Raven injuring her. She wants to get her revenge, and she has been driving Raven crazy over the past couple of weeks. I know. So. All I right. Thought they were going to get into it last week. <laughs> Paige Oh good lord I'm not going to take this Go Paige Yes you are LA you want to No 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 What would you like to promote tonight Well first and foremost um, I got the confirmation so that it matches a go I knew it would be But Now that LA's in there you know We need all the rest of you crazies to come join Wicked Asylum I got straight jackets. I got fun meds. They're really, really fun. Oh, and I'm sure Coogs will have a special match if you want one because, you know, that's her specialty. She likes the shock therapy. If you don't believe me, just ask Beast. He wears the shock collar right now because he's in trouble. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So still still haven't taken Excedrin. I'm good. All good. Uh yet. I'll do that tomorrow. Judge, what would you like to promote tonight? You know, I really don't have nothing to promote tonight. I may, maybe set up an ASPCA fund for War Puppy. Um Yeah, that's about it and uh Tonight's uh, El Vacant's taco truck. If he's if it, 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 the tacos are on Amadeus tonight, so everybody enjoy your tacos. Thank you, Amadeus, for the tacos. But no, I, no. Enjoy. No. Next. No, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. You can't do it. Make me. Nope. 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 Not even Judge can do it. Not not tonight. I'm in. Oh, you know what? And I, I forgot to say something. We there was another person that we missed last week too, Amadeus. That they're, I, they're back tonight. 
I think you guys know him by the name of the Great Red Dragon, but I like to call him the greatest nasal congestion and all of Unstoppable. <laughs> You're welcome. Judgy. All right. Speaking of the greatest nasal, I mean, voice in all of Unstoppable, Dragon, you're up. What would you like to promote tonight? Uh, well, I want to first thank uh, Judgment and welcome back. Yo, geezer. Yo, fart. Welcome back. And, uh, of course, the one thing everybody in the world is talking right about now, I want to talk about because it's really trendy, it apparently is better. So go out and get a lot. Buy it, buy as much as you because you never know to get it. And, and of course, wait, what just happened there? Apparently, we're not allowed to talk about bathwater. Is that what? Oh, can you hear me? Now? Hello. Well, hell, I got censored. Bathwater, go get it now. Okay. No, still, still, not a big deal. All right, Griff. <laughs> Griff. Griff, what would you like to promote tonight? I would like to promote you Tony Luke's Cheesesteak Restaurant. That's right. Tony Luke's Cheesesteak Restaurant founded in 1992 by Tony Luke Sedoni and his sons. 16 locations across the Philadelphia, South Jersey areas, not in, and also including Washington, D.C., Maryland, Texas, and even one in Bahrain. Bahrain. Do you understand Bahrain? Bahrain. Even they understand that the best cheesesteaks in the world are made by Tony Luke's. But you should go to the original location at 39 East Oregon Avenue in South Philadelphia. Tell them the immortal one sent you, and they won't give a fuck. Ah, see? One last promo, and I'm out of here without Excedrin. Ladies and gentlemen, I now turn to my co-host, the legend himself, L Vacant. So um, in honor of uh, in honor of my new uh, status as zombie, uh, we have added a new burrito to the menu. Um, it is made of calf brains. Um, so if you want your you know sweet meat burrito, you come on right down and you come in and you walk up and and if you if you actually order it by just going brains, you get fifty percent off. Go ahead. Awesome. Thank you, El Vacant. Ah, that'll do it. Ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations, Amadeus. No Thank you, Judge. Congratulations. I know Excedrin for the first, I think this is the Where's first show Draven ever. Where's when you need him? All right, first show ever. No Excedrin. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here for R.A.W. Philadelphia Freedom. We're going to have all kinds of fun tomorrow night. Who knows what will happen? Who knows what we're going to do? We're going to have a fireworks display. Uh, and, yeah, that's it. Once I hit this end episode button, I will have officially gone through a full show. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, 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 Vex, I- I'll check on your kitty for you. <laughs> Hi, Vexy. Did you, what did you just say? Who? Vex. It's sexy Vexy. She's right over there outside. Look, if you look through the window, you can see her. She just said she had to make sure her kitty was safe. Vex has a cool kitty. I'll check on it. She's got a nice kitty. 
Yeah, kitty, kitty, here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> you know, when you see Vegas, think of that whole song. Yeah, <clears throat> kitty, kitty, here, kitty, kitty. Oh. I just took eight Excedrin. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody.